What if God was one of us? Just a slob like one of us. Welcome back, disciples, to the Talking Shit Complete Guide to Horror Movies podcast. Today, we're shit-talking Jigsaw, released in 2017 to negative critical reception and mixed fan reception. After the seven-year gap, as a result of flaming trash heap, Saw 3D, aka the final chapter, well, not final anymore, this movie had a lot to prove and it did not live up to any expectations. <laughs> One of the biggest points was the introduction of yet another fucking apprentice. I'm sick of this shit. Did this movie have twists? Yes. Did it have traps? Yes. Was John Kramer back? Somehow, yeah. But the movie had so many missed opportunities. Before I go into my own personal issues with this movie, BP, I know you also have some issues too. So let's start with you. Well, I have more more uh, comments to Spiral than I do Jigsaw, but yes, I will. So I agree with you, Justin. When I watched it, my overall comment was it's not bad, but it's not good either. I remember when it was coming out, there was a lot of hype because it had been, what, seven years, eight years at that point since the Saw 3D had come out, and I was super hyped for it. And then, yeah, I mean, the thing I take away from this movie is I the one thing I noticed straight away was it was just a very, it's a very clean movie for a Saw, like for a Saw film. Um, obviously the budget kind of upped the ante rather than just like a dingy warehouse, they decided to move to a barn in the afternoon. So, yeah, I agree with you. The traps were pretty crap. There's nothing really memorable about it. The only thing really I liked about it was when John Kramer appeared and it was Mm. a prequel, wasn't it, in the end? It acted as a prequel? It was kind of a parallel sequel and prequel where the main, like the main, I would say B's story, even though it was supposed to be Day's story with the traps and everything, it did take it back to Saw 5 where they had to work together essentially to navigate that stupid barn, which to me, I know they'll try and something different. I will give them kudos for it, but a barn, if you're going to do a barn, I don't understand why they would sit in a barn but then have all these pulleys and systems and motorcycle traps that aren't directly correlated to a barn. The only trap that I can think of is that silo with all the weapons falling down. But yeah. Just And that was know. most of the most of the way through the movie by that point. Yeah. 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 I just found it, it the movie does actually get quite boring in bits. It just I don't know. There's just something about it. And I don't know if it's because of the new writers, Josh Stolberg and Peter Goldfinger, but yeah, just something wasn't really there. Just it's not bad not good either but it's not really memorable i mean i had it on dvd and i probably haven't watched it in like three or four years at this point we sort of watched it again yeah i don't know it's just a bit of a uh yeah a filler maybe like a filler single or something just kind of passed by but not much to it it made a lot of money i don't know how but yeah (laughs) that's my thoughts on it (laughs) nostalgia yeah Yeah. there was aspects of it where i was like okay i'm sort of feeling the vibe of the sort of the older movies and like why I like these kind of movies with the suspense of how are these people going to, how they're going to deal with the traps and what are they going to, are they going to be stupid and just get themselves killed or are they actually going to, you know, think about this shit. So there was always that sort of aspect of suspense in this movie, which is still really good. But again, with the another apprentice, Logan Hoffman's little brother, where do all these fucking apprentices come from? And we're meant to believe once again, that this person's been there the whole time. Another thing I'd like to add, the fact that this is in a barn and there's, you know, all these pulleys and all these complex, intricate systems on how this is done. And this is also meant to be a prequel, but it was also kind of a bit more high tech than anything that's kind of come before it as well, which was kind of hard to believe as well. But I, I literally remember saying fuck off uh, when the credits came up as this movie ended because it's like, ah. Oh. 
they're just they're just phoning phoning it in once once again i'm like at the end of the saw movie like sighing and i'm just like come on like after a seven-year wait you couldn't have come up with something better Um, yeah yeah exactly um i mean i guess i did have that lucky bp i enjoy seeing john kramer on screen and going oh hang on a minute like what he's dead he's back what that sort of what the fuck moment was good Mm -hmm. but the movie doesn't really have anything else going for it because i don't really care about the new apprentice they didn't really drive anything in the story to make me care about his relationship with john kramer at all so the other thing i noticed with the movie is the opening scene so Pretty much what, even since the first movie of Saw, in every movie, there's been an opening trap straight away as the credits are rolling in. And this movie doesn't. It just goes into like a like a bank heist scene with the guys. Is it, he's running with a suitcase from memory. And then he has to shoot the target. <laughs> yeah. And I remember sort of thinking like, this isn't the Saw that I remember. Like the opening trap was sort of like a staple. Like it's always a thing that's with a Saw movie and that was removed. And I think when I sort of saw that, that was different. Then I'm like, okay, this is going down a different field altogether. I don't know. Yeah. Just the film itself yeah. isn't dark like a Saw film should be. It's it, like it is a pretty film, even though yeah. it's like roughly the same budget as the other ones. Like it is nicer looking in general, which is bizarre because it's the same company and well, Lionsgate and whatnot. But yeah, it just didn't really feel dark. And I mean, the barn, yeah, it's cool, but it's set in like a sunset for most of it. So it's not really eerily scary either. Yeah, it's not, a, yeah. not as foreboding. I take issue with the color grading as well. So when I think of Saw movies, I think real rusty yellow, very dark green. Actually, I thought mm. about this the other day. There's a shot in Saw 4 where it's Detective Matthews, Hoffman, and they've got like that green light behind them that really illuminates how eerie the whole film is with the dark color palette. With Jigsaw, I know that it was the spear rig or spy rig or the brothers that made this movie, but why was everything so blue? It felt like a Fast and Furious movie or like Blue Crush or some action movie. I will say, though, this is the one thing that I will say positive about this movie. I liked the twist where it was set 10 years in the past, but I don't Mm -hmm. like how they executed it. So I thought when he does the stupid reveal at the end and he like pulls over the blanket it's the two bodies where they encounter Jigsaw and it's supposed to be the beginning trap and she accidentally kills herself because they made her character dumb. So that was the big twist. I'm like, okay, I can get behind it. I just wish there was more of a build-up to it. I wish, I don't know, just that the whole barn game was a bit more exciting a bit more thrilling i don't care for oh one of the persons in the game was actually the secret apprentice the whole time and also just some technical plot holes with it all too how did he build that motorcycle trap with the spiral blade thing but i also wonder this bothers me every time i watch the movie when they're being hung and they're like getting dragged to the ceiling and they're like no you gotta stab her with the needle and then the things will come off how does that work? Is Jigsaw watching this the whole time? Because I thought he was yeah, trying to yeah. save the Hoffman Jr. when he accidentally powered himself. And Jigsaw had his little crisis moment of, oh, no, I've done this wrong. It's not fair. Like, why didn't he apply that in the other movies too? Like, mm. the writing on this movie is, mm. and I say this as a Josh Stolberg fan, I follow him on Twitter. I fucking hated this movie. The writing, even me trying to, like, defend it, I can't get sincerely 100% behind it like I would some other installments. There was a lot left to be designed. Shit, yeah. 
Yeah. I think even something funnily enough that they managed to get wrong in this, I guess kind of like a, a staple of the Saw movies when there's like a group situation like that. I guess any any horror movie really is the prick. There's always one, even in the, it was just so comical in this. Like even even when he pulls the lever and he, and he has his uh, leg cut off, he pulls the dumbest face I've ever seen. Um, and it's just, it's just like, is he the prick or is he the comic relief? Like, uh, yeah, they just, yeah, a bit muddy. You're going to punch him in the face. He's just got a punchable face at that point. Mm. When the trailer got released, I did buy into the hype. I did buy into, oh, I'm so excited. Halloween's back, you know, which is what they were going for. But I picked up straight away that there was going to be some kind of time travel, some kind of this is taking place in a different time because of how shit the new Billy puppet looked. Like it was just the eyes and then something looked different about it. That was like, all right, this can't be a new person, like a new jigsaw. This has to be like taking place in the past just because of how shit everything kind of looked compared to how polished Billy the puppet is in like first seven installments. Mm. But then they did pull that trick on me with the whole new apprentice bullshit. I thought based on the interviews and everything at the time, that Shawnee Smith was coming back somehow. She rose from the dead. She swapped faces or something with Carrie. <laughs> like, you know, there's, there was going to be some supernatural element to this where Shawnee Smith was coming back as Amanda and that's how they were going to take this as a bit of a female jigsaw-led approach. And I sound like a fucking insult by saying that, but like, <laughs> that's where I thought that would go with this. The other thing I I found with the movie that there was too many cops and too many irrelevant characters throughout it. If it's this one, I'm thinking it's with the girl when everyone thinks she thinks that she might be the jigsaw killer, but she's like implying it, but she's not. Is that is this this one or Spiral? Yeah, the, the, the yeah. no, that's this one and Mortician. Oh, it gets really um, more has like she's the like, maybe I am. and yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like the the red herring, I guess, yeah. in this movie. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. I don't know. Like, ooh, I'm like yeah. Let's get on with it. <laughs> and how she's like a super fan of yeah. Jigsaw and all that. I'm thinking, is it like how is she a super fan of like a serial killer per se? It's not like as if the Saw movies exist in the Jigsaw universe. Yeah. She's not like a crazy horror movie fan. Mm. She's just like, yeah, I love the traps and I found this warehouse and I did this. And I'm like, yeah. I wish they would have given more time and character into that more. I'd like to add that morticians don't make that much money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When they go back and she shows them the warehouse and she shows them all the traps, when I saw the reverse bear trap, like ideally in the in the previous Saw films, I was like, ooh. But in this film, I'm like, right, we've seen this shot before. We've seen this like reincarnation of this, just a shot of this trap. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's going to be used once again because it's like icon to a Saw film. But yeah, when I saw it, I'm just like, oh my God, like we get it. Reverse bear trap. We've seen it in like seven films. Yeah. At this point, it's just sort of like, I, it makes sense because if it's like technically like a prequel, then yeah, sure. Maybe someone watching it for the first time. But when you watch the previous seven films and it's pretty much mentioned or shown in every single film, I'm like, we get it. Like, let's move on. <laughs> Mm. Mm. I also think too the trailer for Jigsaw fucked up the ending because in the trailer the whole big money shot if you like is at the edge of the trailer you see the laser collar thing that they use in the autopsy slash mortician lab so when I was watching the movie the first time and they showed the laser and like they had the close-up shot of it so you could see that it was cutting through metal and all that I was like oh they, that's using a trap in the trailer so it is the mortician but then maybe it's someone broke into the mortician level or something so i felt that was quite distracting 
that specific jigsaw trailer has led me to stop watching most trailers for horror movies. I prefer to go in blind so that I'm not distracted by little details like that throughout the rest of the movie. But Jesus Christ. Jigsaw, I just wish there was more thought to it. I wish there was more coherency to the plot and that they actually wrote the characters better so that we cared about them for a start. But also say that it did make more sense when, you know, it was revealed Logan was the whole person whatever, like another apprentice. I just would have preferred that they would have brought Hoffman back, even though he is he became just such a caricature by Saw 3D. I wish they could have easily written him to come back and be like this dark, vengeful person without going into the complete caricature territory. Like he mm. could have come back and been like, mm. you know, written something else better for him. Now that they've introduced Logan, yay. yeah. <laughs> I think it's frustrating because it's, you know, it would, would have been seven years since the last film came out and there was so much hype around it. And most sort of diehard Saw fans like us that have watched the previous seven films were just left, eh, afterwards. You know, you've had seven yeah, years to absolutely. come up with something and you've had a lot of time, a lot of discussions, a lot of ways you could go around it. And this sort of mm. ended up being the final product. So I don't know who at Head Studio like greenlit this and thought it was going to be good. But yeah, it was just... Mm. Very, very uh, disappointing, I guess. Just, yeah. I reckon I it would have been a much, much better movie if they didn't make it. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it would have, yeah. You, like, <laughs> leave you it buried. Leave about, it buried. Yeah. yeah. You can pretty much talk about Saw and not mention it, and no one's going to be like, what about Jigsaw? I'd be like, what's Jigsaw? Yeah. Like, I'm not talking G- about that. The movie Jigsaw doesn't make Saw 3D any less bad. <laughs> <laughs> it, do, it doesn't it doesn't change the legacy or, or anything at all there yeah. is like a, the traps come alive section in jigsaw though it's in the silo section though if you guys notice it but when the tools are coming in there's like direct shots of the camera i noticed it's like obviously cgi to the things landing in the silo yeah yeah and i just sort of um, jigsaw 3d especially like the guts flying up i think in the opening trap and i just thought oh god yeah, Jigsaw, we wish you all the best, but I don't wish you anything. <laughs> well, after the, I would say, like the mm-hmm. box office success of Jigsaw, they did set things into motion for a Jigsaw 2, but yes. some things did come apart. So initially the writing team of Josh Stolberg and Pete Goldfinger, they didn't want to return for a second installment. They did receive a lot of what I would say is like rightful criticism. But as we've seen with horror movies, some fans do take it too far where they would directly tweet or directly send like Facebook messages or even postal mail. I don't know anyone who uses postal mail, but they'll write things to these writers and be like, you fucked up the movie, you're a cunt, you're this, you're shit, I'm going to come and get you. That's, I don't think that's ever okay. I think it's fine to criticise their writing, no doubt, but you don't have to take it to like personal insult territory and like threaten their lives and things like yeah. that. Do but people still they, send physical hate mail in, in this day and age? It's, <laughs> that's how he's funny. Do we shut up, Boomer? Does anyone know with this Jigsaw movie with John Kramer appearing? Justin, do you know if there's any trivia behind that? If he was approached to appear, or John Kramer wanted in? Like, is there anything about that at all? Or any anyone else that was possibly offered to come back? Is there anything about that? So yes, Shawnee Smith stated that she was never approached which I think is such a missed opportunity. Even using archival footage, they could have done flashback scenes with Amanda just to tie in the first seven movies a bit better. You know, I'm not a big fan of like retconning per se, but there there could have been some opportunity for her to at least make a cameo or, you know, that aspect. 
Uh, so John Kramer, I, I always forget the actor's name, Tobin Bell, he was approached to come back for this movie during the first initial rewrites where it was supposed to be set sometime between Saw 1 and Saw 7. He was supposed to have more of a star, more runtime in the film, but it was reduced quite significantly. It felt like the writers didn't know where to go with this one. It's a shame, even like there's no mention anywhere on the internet or even by the writers that uh, Carrie Elwes, who played Dr. Gordon, was supposed to come back as well. But um, it's interesting, you just brought up a good point as well. With the marketing for Jigsaw, when the first poster was released, it was all about like the cult of Jigsaw. And like this, instead of it being the Billy Puppet, it was the pink mask. And then there was this whole website dedicated, I remember this, this whole website dedicated to the cult of Jigsaw and why they believe in his teachings. But that had nothing to do with the Jigsaw movie itself, unless, mm. was this you know, the, somehow. The red herring, I guess. Yeah. Kind of kind of ties into that loosely, but. Yeah. Just, is this where they had the different posters of um, different faces in the whole spiral? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, just before that whole poster series came out. There was a yeah. website where it was just people in the pink masks and then there were like little blurbs to say why they believed in Jigsaw's teachings. So yeah. when so I was fully expected in this movie for there to be like a cult of like Jigsaw wannabes who were doing their own little games. Maybe that was what the movie was going to be about. But then they scrapped that whole thing completely. My feeling is that they did some reshoots and what we got was the final jigsaw product, but I don't have any evidence to back that claim up with. That's just what I see with the disconnect between the marketing and what was presented in the final movie. Final product aside, jigsaw is the definition of myth. It's a shame what could have been a return to form for the franchise. Just became another unspecial run-of-the-mill sequel, more like Saw 5, when I was hoping for something like Saw 6. BP, Coop, thank you again for joining me today. Listeners, in our next episode, we discuss Spiral, a.k.a. From the Book of Saw. If you liked our episode, we love you. And if you hated our podcast, we hate you more than we hate the Jigsaw script. And that's saying something. Ciao for now, cow. Don't let it go away. Got to stay. Don't let it go away.